brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase. Tonight, the Rams are coming off a pretty rough loss, but an amazing bye week. Plus, the roster gets another shuffle. And later on, the Rams play their first ever November game at SoFi Stadium against the NFC West leader. We preview Seahawks at Rams next on Ram Showcase. Welcome to Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. What's up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Ram Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. I'm your host, Joe Brandon, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags. Laying down the law for you guys tonight. Cool show. Cool show. We got Seahawks week. And I know I mentioned earlier uh, in the season that we all love Niners week. And obviously we love Niners week. That's a hell of a week. But this is Seahawks week. And I personally am just a little bit more amped up when it's Seahawks week. That's just myself. I know everybody's got their own personal rivals along with the Rams rivals. I know some fans that are like their number one is the Cardinals. That's not really the case for me. I don't like the Cardinals, but that's not necessarily the case for me. And I know a lot of you Californians out there are uh, definitely on that uh, that Niners rivalry. That is the one that y'all love the most. And I cannot blame you guys whatsoever. I might look a little bundled up right now. That is on purpose. I live in Colorado. Do you know who else lives in Colorado or grew up, was born, lived their life, went to high school, played high school football, played college football? Out in Colorado, and then went to the LA Rams. That's right, Morgan Fox. I got myself a Fox jersey. If y'all want one just like this, I need to tell you guys exactly what you need to do, which is go hit up Mr. John Davenport. I'm trying to see if he can get set up like a like a business page or something like that, something a little bit easier to nail him down. But uh, yeah, John Davenport, uh, you can get a, a a sick Rams jersey. This one, I, it's. It honestly, it's a little bit better than my Sheriff Joe Bags jersey. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to bash anybody here. And I'm not, I'm not going to throw any shade. I'm not going to throw any names out. It's a little bit. It just fits a little bit better. It's a little bit smoother. It just seems a little bit more right. Uh, I don't know if it was just early production stuff that was going on, but this jersey, I'm in love with this jersey. I love it so much. Um, but uh, you can get one just like this. Uh, well, not just like this for $65. You can get a $65 jersey from John Davenport, uh, or you can get the $85 custom jersey, which is what I had to do, because Morgan Fox, that's not just a, that one's not being blasted out everywhere, but Morgan Fox, uh, if you are watching me, I am in your hometown right now. I'm in Fountain, Colorado, uh, born and raised in Colorado Springs, but I am currently a resident of Fountain. Uh, your high school, I want to say it's that way, maybe a little bit that way, maybe about seven minutes away from my apartment. So uh, I'm sure you kind of, you know the area, I'm sure. And uh, if you ever want to come by and see the sheriff station, man, you just let me know. And uh, we, will, we will get that done. And I want to just ask you this now. Um, I, was, I was just commenting this to uh, somebody else, uh, one of my friends, uh, via like private messages and stuff like that. Is that my goal is to have Morgan Fox not only come onto my show to interview, uh, if he like comes to visit his parents out here in Fountain or something, to take just a couple of minutes to hang out with your good buddy Sheriff Joe Bags over here. Uh, but also, I want to see if I could try to block you. <laughs> and I know I can't. 
and I know it'll be hilarious. Uh, but I wanna, I wanna film that and uh, see if I can try to, uh, to block, to block Morgan Fox. That is the goal. But uh, in uh, celebration of uh, receiving the New Jersey and the fact that I am a, a resident of the very tiny town that uh, Mr. Morgan Fox, an LA Ram, was uh, raised in, uh, just uh, I felt like it was a it was a sweet occasion to uh, slap on the uh, the Fox jersey. Let's get into some Rams news. Okay. Oh yeah. First of all, before I, one more plug, guys. I'm so sorry. Um, you guys heard about the jerseys already. You guys know where to go. If you have further questions, feel free to reach out. I will guide you to the proper people. All right. I will guide you to John. Great dude. Met him up in Denver in 2018. We've been Facebook friends for quite some time, ever since the St. Louis Rams days. Uh, but I met him up in 2018, uh, the Rams and Broncos game. Great dude. Uh, so much fun that weekend, by the way. Met some amazing people. John, definitely one of those. Somebody who was not there, but if you guys like this jersey and you guys also want one of these, and I realize that you guys cannot see what this says. I realize that this looks insane to you right now, probably. That I, that you guys have, you guys are like, what, what are you doing? Uh, but this is a Ram Showcase decal, and if you guys are interested in one of those, then you guys, I was going to put that back a little gently so I don't bend it up. But uh, if you guys are interested in one of those, I got a place for that as well, which is Shaw's Customs. Uh, make sure you guys head over to Etsy.com slash shop slash Shaw's Customs. Uh, pick up one of those political vinyls, Rams vinyls, uh, other team vinyls, if you guys are into that lame stuff over there of other teams. Um, but yeah, vinyls. Um, Josh is awesome at these. Uh, he, they look amazing. He does some really killer work with these ones. I kind of helped him out once. I'm going to take way too much credit for that because I edited one of the Rams logos just a touch just so I could send it out to him and he could make that for all of you guys. So I'm going to take all of my credit for doing something that took me about 45 seconds. Thank you very much. Uh, And remember, guys, if it wasn't made by Josh, it was made by somebody else. Let's get into some L.A. Rams news, though. I took up almost six minutes of you guys' life. And now I think what you guys deserve is some Rams news right into your ear ear holes. All right. So um, let's get this started. The Rams... Did pay Todd Gurley. I don't know if you guys are following this story at all. I'm sure you guys are. Uh, We're in a pandemic season where we had a pretty big stretch where sports news was hard to come by. And things like the Rams delaying payment. Well, that's not even really what happened. We'll get into it. Uh, But the Rams not having yet paid uh, Todd Gurley and Clay Matthews, former members of the L.A. Rams, uh, was, was, was decent sized news. It was medium news. It was like... Like if this if this news was at a zoo, it would be like a zebra news, you know, not elephant news or anything, but it's decent. Um, so uh, the they paid him on time with the wording of his contract. So maybe he'll stop whining, but I don't know. It's hard to tell. Uh, we saw him in uh, in in the Rams organization for a few years, and uh, he had that kind of attitude. And I always defended him. I always did. I if you guys have been with me for years, you know that. But uh, I I was always a, a big girly defender but at the same time then he started bashing us and then it was like all right i'll take it back uh, never mind now you can get on out man um so i mean i and there's gonna be people that are like well he's doing really good in atlanta uh under four yards of carry if that's doing good in atlanta so um but now the whining is coming from clay matthews um who will probably he probably just really needs his money because he can't get signed anywhere. So that's what my guess is. I'm guessing that's why Clay Matthews is coming out whiny, uh, is because uh, he's he maybe he's getting a little low, you know. And um, he really wasn't. He was okay last year. He did he did decent. I don't want to sit here and just straight bash him, 
but let's go ahead and do it. Uh, so Clay Matthews, uh, he, I mean, he broke his jaw, and that was unfortunate. I don't like to see that. Uh, but this year, I mean, he, we cut him, and then he's like, what? I can get cut? He's like, first of all, yeah. Yeah, he can. And uh, also, nobody else wanted you either, so I don't see why that's a big surprise looking back on it. So I get it. You want your money and stuff like that. But uh, maybe read your contract. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. Because do you guys really think that the NFLPA would allow an NFL team to not pay owed money past a certain due date? No way. And the NFLPA has been very hush on this. So that tells me that these players may just not be reading their contracts. All right. We're going to rein it in a little bit. We're going to <laughs> we're gonna stop being as angry. We're going to cool that off. All right. That's step one is to control our anger. And then uh, we're going to talk about the standings. So uh, the, the Rams had an amazing bye week. Uh, it was the worst thing ever because we couldn't watch the Rams. But what did happen is every other NFC West team lost in week nine, meaning that this what you're seeing now on your screen is uh, the, the, the current standings. The Rams do still th- sit in third place. That is, the, the Arizona Cardinals are 2-0 in the division. That's why they hold that tiebreaker over the Rams. And if they win against the Bills and the Rams uh, also win, then we'll still be in second place. But if we win and the Cardinals lose to the Bills, then the Rams take over first place. So uh, also I wanted to mention that if the season ended today, the Rams will play at the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, I would feel real good about that. I would feel real good about being able to move forward into the postseason if our first game in the postseason was against the Philadelphia Eagles, who are just not a good football team in not a good division. So, I mean, there it is. I mean, I mean, we the Rams already went 4-0 against this division. So uh, the Eagles, I think, I, I would have to look. And I'm not going to do it right now just to waste your guys' time. But I want to say that the NFC West wins are like only against NFC West teams. Like, I... Or East teams, I mean, I misspoke there. So I want to say that the NFC East is like just beating themselves. And like whoever's going to win more of those six games, because each team plays six against the other, uh, then then maybe maybe we'll see that that's, that's the winner. So maybe we'll see like a, like a, that'd be a weird, like a, like a five and 11 team make the playoffs. I'm trying to keep, I'm keeping it in my brain. I'm trying not to be thrown off next year. Uh, when we add a game to the regular season, I'm trying to not get caught up in that to where I'm always saying like five and 11 because ne- next year it could be five and 12 that these teams are ending the season with. So it's going to be uh, a weird one. But I just wanted to throw up the uh, standings for you guys uh, just so we could uh, we could all understand where we're at right now. This is something that we are going to start implementing weekly uh, as far as the the updates. Now we're getting into that spot now, which I really believe that like week 11 is about the stretch. That's when you're starting the back stretch. Uh, that's just always been my personal opinion. I know some people, it's a little bit later. Some people look at like 13, 14 and on. Some people started at 10 once you hit double digits. Mine's 11. That's always been mine. It, or, uh, uh, but that'll be next week, of course. This is week 10. I, I, I feel like maybe that wasn't understood, but because we're in that time now where next week's going to be 11, we're getting into the stretch, and that's where I want to start doing that. Let's take a look at some transactions the Rams have made. The linebacker Derek Moncrief was signed to the practice squad. Uh, safety Jake Jervis was signed to the practice squad. Linebacker Natrez Patrick was waived, uh, but uh, there is one pat- p- practice squad position open, uh, likely for Patrick if he clears waivers. Uh, that's the assumption right now is that Patrick will be back uh, with the Rams once he clears waivers. There's like a weird unspoken rule where you don't claim a player when you know that team wants him back on their practice squad. It's kind of just a, a thing, but uh, I'm sure he will, and then he'll come back onto the practice squad. Uh, offensive lineman Cole Cabral, 
uh, has been released from the practice squad. And the Rams are getting back safety Jordan Fuller. He has been activated. We do not have any kicker updates for you. Looks like Cobra Kai Forbath will be booting balls again this week instead of Austin McGinnis, who I really did think had a, had potential of being called up uh, from the practice squad and being the kicker for the L.A. Rams. That is not the case. We still got Cobra Kai Forbath. He was 75% uh, in uh, his first game as a Ram, which was against the Miami Dolphins a couple weeks back. And in that game, he had a long of 23 yards, two extra points, two for two on those, and then had a terrible miss uh, late in the game, which could have given the Rams potentially a chance to maybe put themselves in a spot to maybe make a play to maybe try to win the game. Did that make any sense? Let's get into this game preview. All right, we got the L.A. Rams uh, against the Seattle Seahawks this weekend at SoFi Stadium. First ever November game that the Rams are playing at SoFi Stadium. Not the first ever SoFi Stadium November game. That happened uh, last week uh, with the uh, L.A. Chargers in town. So this game will be played at 125 L.A. time on Fox. Uh, we get the big one. This is the big game this week, 5-3 and three versus 6-2. and two. So, of course, we kind of got to get a little bit of coverage there, right? So uh, we do get Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, pretty decent uh, range uh, that is on the screen right now for you guys. Uh, you guys can see that I believe it's red this week is what the Rams are being shown in. Big area for the Rams and Seahawks this week, which is pretty sweet stuff. And like I said, Buck and Aikman on the call. Rams are currently favored in this game by two, the over-under at 55.5. I think this game really could go over. I really do. I know that the Rams' defense is really strong. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but I, I, th this matchup kind of plays into it being kind of like a high-scoring game. We could really see like a 38-35 game, and that could be really exciting. Uh, but, you know, we'll see, we'll have to see what happens because this Rams' defense has been playing absolutely great. So uh, that you never really know. So the Rams are at 5-3 and three in third place in the division. Seahawks at 6-2 and two, sitting in first place. That little tight window there. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals are slipping in that spot there. And then, of course, last place, we already saw it uh, a little bit earlier, the San Francisco 49ers. And I, I like seeing any of these other three teams in last place, but it's the Niners right now, so I'm just kind of riding that. You know, like it, when it's the Seahawks, I'll be really excited about it. What's the Cardinals? I, that, that still is cool to see them just in last place, but um, they're there a lot more than anybody else nowadays we used to be the ones that were always there but hey hey we're not now so uh we'll take it uh, let's see here with a win and an arizona loss to the bills uh the rams would be in first place in the division uh and then uh if the if the cardinals win against the bills arizona would uh with the better division record they are 2-0 and the rams are currently just 1-1 one one. um or wait are i am completely forgetting if we've played two games, is it just one? Are we 0-1 in the division? I think that's all it is. Uh, yeah, because we haven't played the Cardinals yet, and we haven't played the Seahawks yet. So yeah, we're 0-1. I I almost messed that up royally here. Uh, we fixed it, though. We corrected it. We're good to go. So the Rams are 0-1 in the division right now, and us uh, Arizona Cardinals are 2-0. So they would hold the, that, uh, that tiebreaker no matter what, because they are playing an AFC team, so that won't get uh, tarnished this week. Uh, so the Rams do still have to play the Cardinals twice, though, so... That it really is up in like if if both teams win, if the Cardinals and the Rams win this week, both sit at six and three uh, entering week 11, uh, then we're both sitting in like a pretty decent spot to uh, control our own destinies. Des Destiny? Is that proper? I don't know. Uh, so 
Uh, the Rams, though, uh, would be in first place in the in the division if the Arizona Cardinals lose and they and the Rams win. I just want to reiterate that because I feel like that's the question I get asked the most is like, hey, if this happens, what will happen to the Rams? And feel free to ask me because I do kind of follow that pretty closely and I try to keep all those tiebreaker things in my head. Uh, even when we're getting to like week 16 and you have like 18 different scenarios of like how your team can get to the playoffs, I'm tracking it. You know what I mean? Like it's all in there. I'm like taking notes. I'm like writing stuff down like, okay, uh, over there. Oh, Seattle lost. Sick. All right. That, that's one down. Oh, Philly's down. Okay. How much time's left? Okay, cool. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm the, I'm that kind of guy. Like I'm walking around the bar, looking at other TVs, like during commercial break, uh, trying to, uh, do like all this math in my head. Uh, it's, it's pretty fun. I highly recommend it. I highly recommend being that insane guy at the bar who's like, wait, what's happening over there? Who scored? Like, okay, not who scored that because that's, I don't like fantasy football. I'm not a fan of fantasy football, but, but the, uh, the playoff stuff is really exciting to me. It's, uh, it's good stuff. Let's get into some game notes. Um, this is just some notes that I have on the game. These, these are really just my thoughts that I'm just, I spill out and I'm just like, okay, what is happening here? And I just kind of spill it out. So let's see if this makes sense. You guys are going to learn with me. All right. Uh, Miami did uh, to the did to the Rams in week eight, as the Patriots did again against the Rams in the Super Bowl with that six man front. Uh, so that was really tough to see. Uh, McVay clearly hasn't come up with a solution for that. Uh, but there is always something to uh, there is that is going to be something to watch anytime we're playing somebody out of that Billy tree. All right, that Billy Belichick tree, that is something that we're always going to have to watch out for, especially when it's a defensive coach like Brian Flores is. Great coach, but uh, we got to be ready for that. I mean, and McVay has to find a way to combat that. And I thought that the way to do that would possibly be to try to not abandon the running game so soon. That is, of course, not what we saw. That running game was uh, forgotten pretty quick. As we saw, Jared Goff threw the football 61 times. had no business doing that. So every NFC West team lost last week. Uh, this is already in line with what I've already talked about. Uh, Seattle, 34-44 to 44 to the Buffalo Bills, who do have the Arizona Cardinals this week. Bills jump out early. Uh, they were up 24-10 to 10 at halftime, and the Rams' point differential in the second half is the best in the NFL. It's 100-33. to 33. I, still, I believe that's the numbers, unless that was going into Miami. I'd have to, I'd have to check, but I do believe that's correct. Um, so the best differential in the second half. So if the Rams can start strong, like the bills did, I have a really strong feeling that the Rams can, can, uh, you know, take what would be in that game, a 14 point halftime lead and not make it just a 10 point win. You know what I mean? I, I think that the Rams, if they can go into to the locker rooms with a 14 point lead, I feel really good that that could be a 14 or 17 or 21 point victory for the LA Rams because the second half of this team is so strong. It's really fun to watch, actually. Let's take a look at the matchups on this one. We'll start with the Rams offense. The Seattle run defense looks like it might be their strong spot, but really what's happening here is why would teams run on a defense that they can just air it out against the worst pass defense in the NFL? So I don't, I don't understand why you would, so there's no reason. That's why those numbers, in my opinion, are looking the way they do on your screen. Jared Goff is coming off of a rough turnover game, but with a bye week, uh, I think he's in good a good position to bounce back, especially against a division opponent. So the Rams could try to to get their run game going early on this one. Um, but if the staff sees something on film, that's that's kind of what I, I think about that one is if they can see something, a weakness in that front, then I would say go for it. Uh, otherwise, just let Jared kind of handle this one. Get him going. We have really good wide receivers. Uh, but I think that the real opportunity for the Rams here is to uh, gain a lot of offensive confidence back against 
the current division leader of the NFC West, which is only one game ahead of the Rams right now. And that's huge. That is absolutely huge. So uh, the a, a big offensive game in this one, I think, would really get the Rams going in the right direction heading into the back half of the season. Five and three right now. So, of course, we're on pace for 10 and six. That's possible. But I really do think that this team is better than that. I, I mean, the you look at some of the losses, the Bills, we, we can't we're not allowed. We're Rams fans. We're not allowed to complain that, about a blown pass interference call. That's just that's just the rules now. Um, and and also uh, the, the Miami Dolphins game. We spotted them. We gave them. We handed to them 21 points in an 11 point game. So uh, and I'll explain that that's a defensive touchdown, the punt return for a touchdown. And then that turnover, they got the return all the way back to the one uh, that's spotting them 21 points in an 11 point game. Rams should have won by 10. And we outplayed the, the the hell out of the Miami Dolphins. And if you disagreed, then you didn't watch. It was really just poorly timed turnovers. Uh, the, the punt return, that sucks. Um, and then especially you see last week uh, in the bye week that uh, Bones is out in Dallas pulling some awesome special teams trick plays still, man. I miss that stuff with the Rams. Um, but uh, that that's we spotted them 21. I, I still think the Rams should have won that game, and I still think the Rams played better than them. It's just kind of unfortunate. The one stat that the Rams didn't beat the Dolphins in was the scoreboard, which is the one that matters the most. So that's unfortunate, but hey, it happens. Uh, let's take a look at the best matchups in uh, of, of the Rams offense versus the Seahawks defense. So I have Rob Havenstein versus Carlos Dunlap, newly acquired defensive end Carlos Dunlap. Will uh, he will be going against Have uh, for? Uh, this is this the second time they've played. I actually I didn't look too far back. I just looked one game back. So uh, Havenstein's been playing really well this year. Actually, the last matchup between these two was last year in London against the Bengals when uh, the Rams and Bengals uh, went over the pond over there. And then uh, Dunlop had or Dunlap, excuse me, uh, had three tackles and one tackle for loss. So not really an impact. But again, that was um, I mean, that was a pretty big win for the Rams. So I, I, I wouldn't be too surprised there. Another matchup to watch here, I've got Cooper Cup versus Jamal Adams. So Cooper Cup has been kind of struggling with drops the last two games. I anticipate that he kind of took the bye week to maybe correct that, maybe relax a little bit, uh, maybe catch his baby a couple more times, because you're not dropping that, all right? If you somebody throws you a baby, you have to catch it. So maybe he's just got, got to put that mentality into his head. But he's going to be uh, the, the person I have him against here in my matchup for entertainment sake really it's for it's it's for argument's sake is jamal adams adams was seen arguing with pete carroll on the sideline last week it got pretty heated honestly so um my, my question is did they squash it or is jamal adams gonna get all jetted up and start playing poorly to kind of like stick it to his team you know like earl thomas-esque of uh like maybe not trying everything because you're not stoked about your coaches. You know what I mean? I think it's a possibility. And uh, Coop coming off, uh, coming coming off of a couple of rough, a rough couple of games. That was a weird one to say. Uh, so I, I'm interested to see how him and as well as Tyler Higby how they kind of attack that middle. Uh, where Jamal Adams is going to be. Let's take a look at the other side of the Rams' defense. Uh, Seattle's offense is very powerful, without a doubt, and the Rams definitely have their hands full. Luckily, the Rams' defense is one of the best units in the NFL and definitely one of the best, uh, definitely the best defense that the Seahawks will have played all season. Seattle has some injury concerns in the backfield, and the Rams are loaded with talent in the secondary, so this could be a problem. Uh, and uh, the Rams also get probable Rams Rookie of the Year, Jordan Fuller, back this week. Uh, so just uh, once, uh, one spot, or excuse me, I'm reading, <laughs> I'm totally ruined that. So uh, one week, 
uh, spot of the of the uh, Seahawks offense, by the way, is uh, that they are 30th in the NFL on third down percentage. So that is something that the, the Rams could take advantage of. Uh, I think if the Rams can get the Seahawks to third down, get Russell Wilson to third down, that really could be the key to this game. So the best matchup on this side of the football is going to be Jalen Ramsey versus DK Metcalf. Jalen is absolutely a shutdown corner. We all know this, uh, but DK, uh, DK is also, uh, he's one of the most athletic wideouts in the game right now. And he's playing absolutely amazing. He's he's playing at a top tier level for sure. Uh, this will be a lot of fun to watch. It, I honestly, I wrote this one down because this is a matchup that if these two players were on different teams unrelated to the Rams at all, I would still be looking this up. I would still be looking up highlights between this matchup. Jalen Ramsey versus DK Metcalf is absolutely like the, instead of like a game matchup, that to me is like the matchup of the week. Player versus player matchup of the week. Jalen Ramsey, DK Metcalf. I think that one's going to be absolutely so much fun to watch. Uh, I think Jalen's going to take some. I think DK is going to take some. Uh, it's very difficult to stop a guy that athletic. Um, so uh, we all know that DK and, and, and Donald are kind of friends, but but we kind of know that that, that uh, DK is is he's incredible. All right, and Jalen, I think he he is going to be able to get get something on him. And this is honestly, I think the first game that the opposing quarterback isn't going to be just avoiding Jalen Ramsey. I think that he's going to be one, like Russ is going to want to get. DK the ball. So for that reason, this could be our our really legitimate first chance to see what Jalen Ramsey is in the Rams defense. Because other than you know so his two interceptions that he has for the Rams in the past year, uh, it's uh, they've just avoided him completely. So this is really our first chance to see what he can bring to our defense. Uh, my next one here is uh, Aaron Donald versus Russell Wilson. AD is a Wilson seeking missile, and when the Rams play the Seahawks each. Uh, each year, uh, AD pretty much single-handedly has won some games for the Rams against the Seahawks, uh, which is it's it's really fun to watch. Uh, what was that one uh, a couple years back? I can't even remember the year where uh, it was like it was fourth and one, and the Seahawks ran it with Lynch, and it was a loss. And like my first comment was like, "Man, this should have called a slant," like, you know, um, which isn't that funny, but it is decently funny. I like to think so. So. Uh, so Donald has su- sacked Russell Wilson more than he sacked any other quarterback. But I also, I didn't confirm this, but I also think that Russell Wilson is the quarterback that Aaron Donald's played against the most. So even though he has sacked Russell more than anybody else, I think that could just average out. But the reason I don't think it does necessarily is because Aaron Donald has more sacks against the Seahawks than any other team. So the math is uh there somewhere. Um, so let's see here. Oh, that was a weird breath there. So, uh, uh, yeah, I already mentioned Aaron Donald has more sacks against uh, the Seahawks than any other team, and uh, he will absolutely look to continue that this season. But uh, Russell Wilson, he's he, I mean, he's in a season where he could be – he is in MVP conversations, um, but uh, we'll see if he wins it or not. I mean, there's some really talented players out there. I mean, we we all know uh, what, uh, what a Patty Mahomes is out there doing and, uh, you know, some other guys that are crushing it out there. So – uh, we'll see what happens. Um, I don't think he will, though, because uh, go Rams. That's my only argument. I did. I am recording this uh, too early to see an injury report, so I do apologize about that. I do not have one. If you guys are curious, uh, you know what? Google it. It's very. It's readily available. <laughs> you just go to the Rams dot com, and uh, it, it's there. All right. Or I'll post it. Whatever you can ask me for it. I'll be. I'll be looking at it. I look at it every day anyway. So. Um, if you guys need some screenshots or something, that's cool. But it is readily available. It's really easy to find. Just type in Rams Injury Report. It pops up. 
And you can see like daily too, it breaks it down. It's really nice. Let's take a look at the history of this matchup. Seattle leads the all-time series 24-20. to 20. The Rams have won four of the last five. And uh, that loss last year, uh, one-point loss. And uh, GZ missed a field goal as time expired. So uh, the Rams could have won, could have been in a position to win, had won the last five. Didn't happen. GZ uh, is... Uh, you know, to blame. He's a, he's a Dallas Cowboy. I don't have to try to defend him anymore. He's uh he's gone. So uh yeah, that's too bad. Uh, but the Rams are five and three against the Seahawks since returning to Los Angeles. The most recent game between these two was just last year, December eighth. It was a twenty eight to twelve win by the L.A. Rams. The first game between these two came on October of nineteen seventy six, a forty five to six win for the L.A. Rams for the Seahawks at the Rams. So the Rams playing host to Seattle. The Rams do lead that all-time series 12-9. and nine. And since the Seattle Seahawks joined the NFC, uh, the Rams are 15-22 and 22 against the Seattle Seahawks, where there was a pretty big stretch there where the Rams were not winning games against the Seattle Seahawks. And I wanted to mention this. I did get a question about this, uh, and I didn't know who else could potentially be wanting to know this. Uh, where I get these historical numbers from, where I get the records from, where I see the scores, uh, you can find stats and everything like that. It's actually from, uh, it's called The Football Database, and it's got everything on there. This is an unpaid plug. I'm not I'm not represented by them or sponsored in any way. Uh, I just really like this website. Uh, there's a few things that I've plugged that, uh, I'm, uh, that are definitely not sponsors of mine. I, I mean, I did it earlier. Uh, the, those are not official sponsors. John and Josh are not... Uh, official sponsors of me uh, and uh, the football database, which is footballdb.com, by the way, is definitely not an official sponsor. And then the QB school, the uh, the YouTube channel that JTO Sullivan runs, not a, not a sponsor. I've never spoken with him. I've never had any interactions with him at all. I just think he runs a sick channel and I love watching those videos. So I like to shout him out, man. Go check it out. The QB school. It's so much fun to watch. I really love the in-depthness of it. And if you guys really like learning uh, about you know, he's done Jared Goff breakdowns. I've shared them before. Um, but if you guys really like learning maybe why that pass wasn't so accurate, he talks about the base, uh, the drop back, all the mechanics, stuff like that. Maybe what he was seeing, he tries to break down the routes and like, okay, this, this route did, took this guy here. That's probably why he, like, it's awesome. I love that stuff. I love that in-depth stuff. I'm not like a coach or trying to coach or anything like that. I just think that that stuff's really cool to see. So, uh, that's all from, uh, from that. But, uh, the football database is where I get all these historical, uh, numbers and, and and all that stuff. You can look at like per team what the your record is against them. I think they started tracking stats. It was like seventy nine uh, that you can look at the box scores and you can look at every score, uh, all the stats from from every player that played in that game. Uh, and I think it goes back to seventy nine is the is the uh, the year that you can start seeing that, which is really cool to see. And that's how I that's how I bring that to you guys. I have no secrets about um about how I curate my knowledge and bring it to y'all. All right. Most of it's done a little bit in here, I'll be honest. Most of the things I say are just... Because I only have, like... I mean, this is a decent script this time. But, uh... If I just read this to you guys, it would take, like, four minutes. <laughs> and we're going on to, like, 30 minutes here. So, uh, most of this is just my brainchild coming out of my face. So, uh, that is going to do it for me. 
Um, thank you guys very much for watching. If you guys uh, would like to uh, keep up with the LA Rams and myself, make sure you guys follow all of your uh, the Ram Showcase on all of your favorite social media. You can follow uh, down below here. It's at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Sheriff or uh, <laughs> slash Ram Showcase. You can follow me as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. As you guys can tell, my brain is not 100% this week. Uh, we're getting there. We are getting there. But it's been a long week. All right. That's all I'll say. Glad we got Seahawks week coming up uh, this weekend. That'll be a nice little capper on uh, what has been a hell of a week uh, for myself. Personally, I hope it's been an amazing week for you guys, though. And uh, thank you guys for watching very very much. I do appreciate it with all my heart. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Rams Showcase. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you that are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening. And you guys have a great night. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.